United States Institute of Peace, along with Sirius XM's POTUS Channel 124, now present their weekly podcast. Joining me now is Dr. Mary Speck, a senior expert for the Latin America program for the United States Institute of Peace. She previously served as executive director of the Western Hemisphere Drug Policy Commission, an independent bipartisan entity created by Congress to evaluate counter-narcotics practices and policies in the Americas and also to provide recommendations as such. Dr. Mary Speck joins us now. Welcome and good morning. How are you? Oh, good morning. Fine. Thank you for having me. I'm glad that you're here. As we are looking um, internationally at the tensions that are abroad, particularly obviously in Ukraine and in Israel and in Gaza, there are also issues happening in um, Latin America in particular as well. And there has been protests for at least, I think, two weeks in Guatemala, and there's social and political tensions that remain high. What's been happening there? Well, um, there was an election of an outsider um, anti-corruption candidate uh, who unexpectedly won a fourth round in June and then a landslide victory uh, twenty point by a 20-point margin in August. And this has not sat well um, with um, the political establishment, so to speak, what, what protesters are calling the Pact of the Corrupt, which has tried to put a number, launched a number of investigations, um, both to question the legitimacy of his party and also to question the electoral results, which were um, uh, observed and found to be free and fair by both local and international observers. These protests have been largely peaceful, as I understand it, right? Yes, they're largely peaceful. And what's interesting about the protests is that um, they've been led by um, the indigenous leaders, by indigenous authorities, the so-called ancestral authorities um, from a number of communities in the Guatemalan hinterland, so to speak. And they make it clear that they're not protesting necessarily in favor of Semilla, which is the opposition party, the the president-elect's party, but on behalf of democracy. So they're very much independent of the political structure, uh, supported, of course, by students and supported, of course, by um, others in urban areas, but essentially indigenous led. What are they calling for specifically? The resignation or a new runoff? What? No, the protesters are calling for the resignation of the attorney general, uh, who is uh, Consuelo Porras, who is, in fact, sanctioned by the United States for blocking anti-corruption investigations uh, for their they're calling for her resignation and the resignation of her um, of top prosecutors and um, that are leading. And, and some of the judges that have supported these investigations are calling for her resignation because they believe that she is um, plotting to if not overturn the results of the of the elections uh, to hamstrung uh, the incoming government. Now, the idea of the attorney general being being the person to resign um, might seem odd to people in the U.S. thinking about that in an election. But it's why wouldn't it be the party that has been elected? Well, the attorney general is in Guatemala has a great deal of independence. Um, okay. Uh, they are not named. They are. They are, they they go through a, con, uh, a rather complex uh, selection process approved by Congress on basis on nominees uh, from the president. Um, uh, there are so so the both the president is saying he does not have the power to ask uh, her to resign. Her name is Consuelo Porras. Um, uh, 
So they are demanding that she voluntarily resign, essentially. Um, there's some question as to the legal means of, of forcing her, her out. She has to be charged and things like that. So it's a complicated process. So the processors are saying, you should just resign. If, if the president can't fire you, you must resign. Hmm. Sound, sounds like this, the chances of that might be increasingly slim, but the instability that's happening in Guatemala, this does have an impact on the United States. This conversation is not just purely theoretical. What would be that impact? Well, first, it would be further uh, the the um, these questioning of electoral electoral results is is a very disturbing trend. Uh, if it becomes a trend in in Guatemala, these elections were observed by the OAS, by the EU. Um, by 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 local observers, if if they are able to the, this this idea of questioning the electoral results when they when they come out against the the governing party is is very disturbing. The United States has made promoting democracy in the region um, a center of its policies, but also on a very practical level, Guatemala is a major source of migration to the United States. It's a drug trafficking route. Instability in that country directly impacts the United States. That's a really important point. Has has the United States then sought to intervene or weighed in? Well, the United States has said, has called, has said that um, Arevalo must be uh, inaugurated. He there's a very long transition period in in Guatemala. He his inauguration isn't until January, so they have uh, been outspoken in their support. Uh, for the president-elect, Bernardo Arevalo. Um, they have sanctioned a number of Guatemalan officials, including this attorney general, who um, who is the focus of these protests. Um, and they've called on the president to do everything in his power to make sure that there is a peaceful transition of, of, um, of power to, uh, to the president-elect in January. This has been really helpful to break this down. Dr. Mary Speck, thank you so much for bringing us the very latest. I appreciate it. Thank you. This podcast has been brought to you by the United States Institute of Peace and Sirius XM's POTUS, Channel 124.